2: Ooh, my mama
1: told me. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. There it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me,
3: the podcast where we dive
1: deep into the pockets of black conspiracies. And we finally work to prove the theories that you motherfuckers have at home. It's a motherfucking mini episode. Uh, We have an email. We got an email from a person named Alex. Alex sent us uh, a very long, very hefty email. I skimmed it. (laughs) You skimmed it. But the subject line reads USA Army using video games to recruit black youth. Question mark exclamation point. So a very a very damning, if true, subject line right from the start. Right. And Alex says, uh, greeting the most to the most handsome and talented guys to ever host a podcast. Oh, that's very nice. You know what I like. Thank you. And they go on to say I needed to draw your attention to something that piqued my interest when I encountered video game ads that included digital avatars of very famous rappers holding some big ass guns. Turns out that right now you can fire up Call of Duty and become the 3D embodiment of Snoop Doggy Dogg, Nicki Minaj, or 21 Savage down to their voices and everything. I think these goddamn video game makers are in cahoots with the U.S. Army. They're using the likeness of popular black rappers to Convince kids that it is cool and fun to be a part of the armed forces. The entertainment industry has definitely been glamorizing the military industrial complex for a long time, but these recent developments have shown me that the man is really giving his all to Yassify Western imperialism.
3: First of all, Yasser Lester has nothing to do with this. He's a good man. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good man. I, so I don't understand. Have you seen these commercials? I never see. It's just like it's like two chains playing Call of Duty.
1: I guess what he's saying is that uh, that it, it's not about just the commercial. He's saying that in the game itself, you have the option to play as Snoop Dogg with all the weaponry that a military person would have.
3: Oh, but they don't give you the
1: option to be Garth Brooks. There we go. Yeah.
3: I was gonna say Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's not an option. It's it's. uh,
3: uh
1: I like where your head's. I mean, what do you think?
3: Where do you go first? What do you think?
1: So, to the question of whether or not I believe that this is meant to be recruitment, I do. I do think that like there's a there's a fair amount of evidence in every facet of our society. That military and certainly like the U.S. government supports military propaganda, that they're trying to constantly get poor people and young people and whoever they can aim for to sign up for this shit. And that's underwritten in everything we do. The fact that we stand for the national anthem during fucking basketball games and shit is is crazy. Did you ever not stand, though? So I grew up in a house where we didn't stand. Damn, militant for real, bro. And it it gets real wild. (laughs) <laughs> I bet it goes fucked up. I bet it goes crazy. <laughs> because my dad, he meant that shit, and we would go to basketball games, and it'd just be me and that white man sitting next <laughs> to me. <laughs> and everybody even wonders what you guys are doing there yeah, together. They're already confused about what's happening here. They're like that white man and his foster child are not standing for the flag. <laughs> that's good on your dad
3: though that's, i mean you know i like that that he, he stuck to his guns like that Nah,
1: he's he and he never will he's not gonna stand for this shit he's not gonna play around in it none of that i but, love that i met your dad nice guy yeah i love him but yeah but yeah it gets fucking embarrassing
3: that's hard though that's a hard stance
1: in I, public
3: it, that's like that's how you know he was with the shit
1: yeah it was really nice like i'm not playing y'all game i'm not gonna stand for this shit we had a and then i would you know it was like how i sort of grew to understand the thing and so i would do it at school and i had multiple teachers like pull me aside and be like you know try to tell me how i'm i'm better than this i'm smarter than this you know like which that's
3: where it gets scary though because that is indoctrination
1: but that's like, what I'm saying. I think they they all we all get raised to believe that shit that somehow we are besmirching the honor of this country by not like, you know what I mean, serving at its its fucking flapping, flappity flaps.
3: I don't call the flag pussies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See?
3: Look how you caught <laughs> up. Yeah, they love it. I mean, I never I always stood, but I remember and cause you know, I we yeah, we were both in high school. During 9-11, I remember like right after when all the bullshit was popping, a bunch of the like, I don't know if they were goth or punks. I couldn't tell. I was too busy playing football. A bunch of kids wearing black didn't mm-hmm. stand up. And I remember, because I didn't give a shit, but I remember being surprised how mad some other kids at school got at them.
1: Yeah, Like there
3: was this girl who was like damn near crying, like screaming at them, like during the national anthem, I remember.
1: Wow! Yeah, yeah, she still DMs me sometimes. <laughs> She's like, "Do you remember when those devils didn't stand for our Yeah, flag?
3: yeah, it was like, but it was like, I because I remember being in high school, like thinking, like I didn't know everybody believed in stuff. I thought everybody felt like the same way I did. Like, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I'm, I, I. That's, I think, in part, why I felt comfortable not standing it originally was like. I just presumed none of us really gave a shit, but we were just sort of acting in tradition. And then come to find out, a bunch of people I knew really gave a shit, and it felt so crazy. Yeah, was like, yeah,
3: that's how I felt. I was like,
1: wait, what? Like, 9-11 was sad because people died, not because I, like, I, I, the, the besmirching of our honorable... You know what I mean? I I never even thought
3: about it from that angle.
1: No. And instead, there's a lot of people who I thought were just saying this for political manipulation, not... You know what I mean? Like, I I always presumed that the Republicans were just manipulating us with those stances. But then it became, like, people who fervently, like, yelled at me and wanted to, like, have real important conversations with me. It's like, oh, this is... Oh y'all are nuts. All right. Right, right, right. Oh,
3: okay. I think it's also though, but to be fair, my mom's not from here and your dad is a gangster about his. Maybe we were <laughs> maybe we were not even raised to like we were never going to be those people. You know what I mean? Like we we already were going to be disillusioned by, it, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I never had a chance to to believe in this country in a way that that maybe would. You know what I mean? My mom my mom was black and also Like, fucking around with, like, socialist ideas, although not, like, nearly as practicing as my father was. And it's like, my dad's, you know, he believes in this more than anybody I've ever met. What am I going to do? Become a fucking sergeant?
3: That would be. Do you think there was any situation where you ever would have turned and done that? Like, where you could have gone to the army or been, like, a police officer or something like that? I think
1: that would have been my father's greatest disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't think that he's that type of dude who like actively like, you know, even in the way that he frames his thinking about us is not like my son shamed me, my kids embarrassed. You know what I mean? Like, I think he just sort of is like, nah, this is what my kids are. It is what it is. I'm, I'm at peace. approach, at least. But I do think if I joined the military, he would have actively felt shame (laughs) and probably expressed it every chance he got. (laughs) Damn.
3: Letting your father down to serve your country.
1: Yeah. That's backwards. And that, you know what? Not enough 2020 specials about that. Nobody ever
3: talks about it for real. Yeah. Never comes up never comes up
1: <laughs> yeah he joined the military and we fucking hate it yeah i don't think my
3: parents would have been they would have got it less than they got stand-up comedy which was not much <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah. have been like, like what the fuck are you talking about I, I <laughs> <Yeah. up. laughs> okay okay big man with the yeah, gun all right <laughs> yeah don't tell us about don't tell him about our taxes <laughs> I'm just kidding. My whole family pays taxes,
1: Uncle Sam. <laughs> you know, how Uncle Sam's always listening.
3: He, he's not not listening.
1: That's fair. Come on, you're you're a communist. You know it.
4: So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th, for the NYX Anniversary Sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X dot com. Don't miss this.
1: Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen
4: Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
1: I guess I do believe in it. Alex goes on to say, I've done a bit of light research. I'll leave the heavy lifting to the experts. Well, that's a bad idea because we ain't researched this. Uh, This is our research. (laughs) research. You're you're doing it. Uh, And there seems to be a pretty concentrated effort for US Army recruiters to target gamers, especially to become. Uh, drone operators who will use their gaming skills to bomb poor black and brown people on the other side of the world. Now, granted that the image of pink-haired Nicki Minaj wielding an AK-47 and planting explosives on a helicopter is hilarious, I can't help feeling that having these black icons portrayed in this way is great for the army but ultimately detrimental for the black community. Also, their selection of rappers feels like some old white guys had an executive meeting and they said, we need a rapper for the older crowd, Snoop Dogg, one for the ladies and LGBTQ crowd, Nicki Minaj one for the Gen Z kids, 21 Savage, and now they have assembled the perfect digitized hip-hop posse to get the kids on their way to becoming real-life soldiers (sighs) I mean I wish I had like a good counterpoint, but I'm with you yeah Yeah, I think it's it feels fairly pretty obvious, (laughs) obvious that this this is like a a very intentional sort of like recruitment strategy. At the very least, it is meant to soften your discomfort with the idea of militarized violence.
3: What I get annoyed with it within this whole thing is like, how easy rappers give it up. Bro, you ever notice, I watch a lot of documentaries about scams and shit like that. It's always, it's always Rick Ross. And he was like we knew it was a scam then so and so threw a party and Rick Ross was there so we thought it was legit.
1: <laughs> here's my other issue and I think that for years rappers sort of got away with like these weird fucked up endorsements under the premise of like they are of the streets they are surviving they are making it out of the the sort of like bad shit that they grew up in. Snoop Dogg has been famous for 79 years. Longer
3: now. than he has it. He, he he got on when he was nineteen.
1: He's been rich. He has been famous. He has been educated in every facet of this industry, nigga. You know you're not supposed to sell your likeness to the fucking military. Come on, that's cr- what? Come on, that bro, you just do it. You just wanted to do that. You so wanna- come on, man. Yeah, rappers
3: are shills. They're like the Ronald Reagan of musicians.
1: Yeah, no, you, y'all, will, y'all will pop that pussy for any it's, motherfucker it's that got a dollar, and that's crazy. It's every
3: time! It's every time they make a scam, and rappers... That's why you can't listen to, like, bruh... I, like, DJ Envy? Of course I wouldn't listen to DJ Envy. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Why would I listen to DA, DJ Envy about investing in real estate? What are you talking about?
1: You know what's so funny is that I just this morning was watching a supercut of people going on to The Breakfast Club and calling him a scam artist. And Oh, and there's a bunch saying, of people. <laughs> There's a bunch of people being like, nigga, you selling houses, but you don't know nothing about houses. (laughs) He's like, nah, but I'm trying to educate my community. They're like, yeah, but you're taking the money, right? Like, these are your houses that you're renting? It's like, there's just a massive, massive list of people being like, nigga, what are you doing? I'm going to be honest.
3: I don't believe famous people when they say the words real estate. That's fair. I tune out immediately. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's not true.
1: In that supercut, there was a a video where Envy says that when he first got in touch with this Caesar dude to potentially sell these uh these houses and shit, the first three people he called were uh, DJ Clue, Fabulous, oh and, Joe Budden, and Joe Budden, and he said Joe Budden said you're going to jail,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he said Fabulous said huh what I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> And then DJ Clue said, it's not for me. And the fact that he didn't hear that and go, damn, maybe, maybe I got to chill.
3: Have you seen the clip where he's like, yeah, Caesar went to prison. That's where he learned about real estate. <laughs> yeah. <And you're> like, <laughs> okay. like you
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> that's not where you learn about real estate. You don't own anything. <laughs> no,
3: you, what are you talking about?
1: This is it's the one time where you literally don't own anything.
3: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that shit was like, I don't think I would have fallen for that. I like, I get scammed on low levels because I like it, but like, I'm not just giving my millions to some dude.
1: No. Do you? Uh, Maybe this isn't a fair line of questioning. Uh, It probably doesn't matter. Do you believe DJ Envy when he says he didn't know that this was happening? No. Yeah, me neither. Uh, No, I
3: I think he was... You were making too much of it off of it to not understand the inner workings. If he was getting paid a little $2,000, $5,000 here or there, if you're getting hundreds of thousands of dollars... You know where and how that money comes
1: in. It's just—it's yeah.
3: too much money to not, you know. What I mean? Yeah,
1: his cut was too big for his knowledge to be that uh, that small.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Yeah, it just is not. Is I I I think that I
1: think I don't I don't think maybe he did a lot of the dirty work. Right, like I think that he probably was just a consenting party to whatever. Like the however the money was made, but I don't buy that he truly was like the he's arrested? <laughs> yeah. what? We
3: were, no. We were <laughs> we were enlightening our community. But we were business partners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 but hey, you know, good on him you you worked for a while. Enjoy. Yeah the and I too. worked
1: for a while and and, and you know the Breakfast Club had its run. We'll <laughs> and maybe, maybe Charlemagne will call you collect every once in a while, and, and or you'll call him collect. I don't. Think collect the, I, don't and
3: th- I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I you have use. a collect call from Blank County <laughs> Correctional Facility.
1: DJ Envy <laughs> <laughs> and Angela Yee. Charlemagne, God, we
3: are at the Breakfast Club. I always never understood how the how he got that job. Uh, Angela you mean, Yee made sense and Charlamagne made sense. I never understood how DJ Envy. You think he made sense? Yeah, because she was on. I had known of her before the uh-huh. Breakfast Club. And I knew about Charlamagne the God because of Wendy Williams. And then he was just like always online saying wild shit. I had never heard of Envy before that, though.
1: Mm, I think for me, Both Angela Yee and DJ Envy felt like the choice the radio station planned for. And then Charlemagne just ended up being what made them The the Breakfast Club. Okay, I think the other two are real useless dum-dums that offer very little to anything. And I think that had he not been this provocateur and fucking antagonist, The Breakfast Club would have just died off and that's that.
3: Yeah, I think so. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have had anything.
1: There's never been a single clip featuring just DJ Envy or just Ye. Uh, That isn't isn't them getting cussed out by another person. You're right. You're right. (laughs) That's the only time that it ever goes popping is if they're either trying to cuss somebody out or getting cussed out by somebody else that people give a fuck about that. That's true. That's true. Well, what do you think, Lex? Did I think we've done it? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't, I mean, no, you know. I think, I think, uh, Alex, it feels fairly obvious. Obviously, drone technology is becoming more and more rooted in what the military's sort of like focus is, and a person that is good with the video games and also comfortable with blood splatter from you know some uh some fucking foreign civilian is probably a perfect recruit for the military so yes that makes perfect sense to me yeah the only issue is these nerds aren't going to make it through basic training i don't think i don't even know that they're going to give a fuck about basic training at that point yeah i think we're moving into a, a way a world where like basic training doesn't matter the same way it used to you know what i mean yeah, they're like they're probably fair. gonna like have sections of the shit where it's just like alright yeah he didn't run he didn't run his mile in under six minutes or whatever the fuck it is but we're good he can he can come
3: alright yeah I'm with that
1: yeah they're gonna figure it out well shit that's that Alex I hope this was satiating for you I, I hope hope all of it felt good boy you want to tell the people wh- where they can find you and what cool shit you have going on
3: uh, cool Guy Joke's 87 on Instagram. I don't have too much coming up. Uh, January 12th and 13th, I'm going to be at Hilarities in Cleveland. November 12th, November back in time, November 12th, I'm going to be headlining the Denver Comedy Works. And that's about it for now, but there's some new stuff coming up.
1: Fuck yeah. Um, November 10th and 11th, you can see me at the Vermont Comedy Club in Bloomington, Vermont. And then November 17th and 18th, you can see me at Hyenas in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Buy them tickets. Come kick it. Little Mamas, I'm calling on y'all to uh, pack that thing out, make it all fun and sassy. Yeah, pack and, out uh, the Little Mamas. Pack out them little mamas. And as always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman. And if you want to send us your own drops, your own conspiracy theories, if you want to advocate for us saying the Pledge of Allegiance before every single episode, send it all to mymamapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and follow the YouTube, follow the Instagram. Yeah, we got to get that. Leave your comments on the Apple subscriptions. We read those and we laugh heartily. Uh, Those are always fun. They make me feel good. Yeah, it's nice. And occasionally they're mean-spirited, and and that's also funny. (laughs) I laugh at those maybe much more than the other way around.
3: Yeah, it is. is Because sometimes hurting it, you know you're alive. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh, I still matter. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I just like to feel. But, yeah, that's that's the whole thing. Bye, bitch. Look at your neighbor and say he's a meat
3: stretcher. <laughs> He'll stretch your meat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, man.
2: Ooh,
4: Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini
3: episode.
1: Motherfucking mini episode